Meet me at the ice cream truck. I'll buy you some ice cream. You know what I mean? The show is obscene, but I bet you gon' like these three dudes trying to get along. Craig Coleman and Matt Fulcheron. Don't forget to start the show. EA Dub, Eric Allen Wendell. Let's roll. Try to keep up. Turn up the AC. Stay cheating up. Eat it up. Time to devour the full charge power hour. Hey, y'all. It's Full Charge, it's the concierge, it's Matt Fulcheron coming to you from West Palm Beach, Florida. Um, we got a very special episode, my buddy Ian Harshman, a.k.a. Uh, Ian 45 Carry, uh, is going to be in. And I uh, just want to remind you guys to rate and review us on iTunes and um, support us if you can. You can donate, you can buy my CD called This is the Part of the Job I Hate. You can uh, you can say a prayer, I guess. That's that's one of the more least effective ways to help us financially. But you know, whatever you believe in, I guess I have to respect. Um, and sit tight, man. Uh, go to thefullcharge.com and and just check out my dates. I'm gonna be all over the place this year. I think I'm working for like three months straight. Um, and uh, I look forward to seeing you. I look forward to hear you bark like a dog when I walk up on that stage. And that's when I know that about 4% of the audience knows who I am. Um, so sit back and listen to this. Um, tell you the truth, I haven't heard it yet. <laughs> so I don't know if it's any good. <laughs> Ian's about to come over. But uh, it should be good. I've known Ian for about 20 years. And he's um, very successful uh, DJ and producer, so uh, sit tight. Right now, I really like Bill Burr. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, he's probably my favorite comedian right now. Louis C.K. Yeah, Louis C.K.'s all right. I do much sometimes. I, I pretty much follow the trends, to be honest. I mean, because usually the trends are kind of right on. As far as, like, I remember, like, 10 years ago, I was way into, like, Mitch Hedberg or whatever. Yeah. But, you know... <laughs> He's not alive or anything. Okay. Who knows what he would be doing? Do you know Mitch Hedberg? No, I don't know. Oh, dude, he like does like. Does you know who Stephen Wright is? Uh, no, I've heard the name, but I can't. I can't place it though. Right. Well, he just does like these one-liners. Okay. That, and they're okay. real spacey yeah, yeah. and real yeah. fucking weird. So uh, pick up that mic. Let's okay. see what kind oh. of levels we can get. Yep. Check. 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 Is that All good? Right. Yeah, looking good. Okay. Yeah, but Bill Burr, man, I, I, he's I the shit, right? Him, man, he's like he's the epitome of stand-up, man. He's incredible. Yeah, now yeah. he's got a podcast. And I, he's I, yeah, Brad, so... my, my partner told me he says that he just yeah yeah. Bill Burr is on yeah. such the level. Most comics don't reach yeah. that level. Yeah. where like everything you say is funny. He's hilarious, but man. he's so opinionated yeah. and everything yeah, now course, that yeah. he can just hit record on the goddamn thing. He does his podcast by himself. Yeah. Yeah. And just like rants. Well, he just rants. Well, that's, that's, that's what he does. He rants. He's, but he's good at it. He's great at it. You won't even necessarily agree with him, but he's, you know. That's what I really love yeah. about him. I'm like, I don't even know about that one, but like, he's so funny about yeah. it. Yeah. And he, he knows he's right. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Who's the other guy? Oh, when I was in Australia, it's an Australian guy that lives here now that lived in London for a while. There's a guy named Jim Jeffries. Yeah, Jim Jeffries, yeah. He's, he's the other guy. He's, he's 
he's pretty funny. I I'm mean, not even familiar with him. I just okay. I just know he says cunt like every other word. Yeah, and he's he's really on about the Americans and the religion. Like he, oh, that's good. his big thing, you know. Yeah, because you can't say anything about. Uh, like, I, know, I, I did know. a joke yeah. about God last night. Yeah, and I was doing really yeah. well last night. Mm-hmm. It was like every other joke was getting a good laugh. Yeah, and then. <clears throat> I do one joke about God, and it's not against God. Or yeah, but you had all these old people, right? Weren't they? And the they're crowd? like, oh, it's <laughs> like they they have to stop. It's like they stop listening. Okay, because they're like, am I going to go to hell? Yeah, if yeah. I fucking laugh at this shit. Yeah, and and it just it takes them out of it. They're not listening yeah. anymore. And yeah, then, yeah, and then they're like lost. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's just they, they they're too uncomfortable. I think that's a big American thing, man. It's like that's like you know the backbone superstition. Even yeah. I suffer from it. Like that's my biggest regret. Yeah. In this life is that I grew up religious. Yeah. Because there's just so much <laughs> guilt. I can never enjoy anything. I'll be like everything will be fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be just searching my head for something to worry about. Yeah. yeah. Or something to feel guilty about. And that's what I fucking hate. That, about well, it. that's that's what's wrong with it. I mean, religion was set up for a purpose, but but they. You know, here they treat it like you have to follow this and you can't, you know, this is it. These are the rules. But all it was was an example. And people just look at it the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a good thing, but people just look at it wrong. And they you know? also interpret yeah. it like, all right, so now homosexuality is an issue. So yeah. now yeah. they're coming up. Well, like no one, no one has read the fucking Bible. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the Bible, like, the Bible was... Quote, no one's really quoting it. They're just like, the Bible says You, you know what? The, the Bible was probably written by, you know, idiots like us. They were. It was just some regular guys that, you know, that wrote it. That's they, it, you know? There was guys that um, never... It was a whole lifetime after Jesus. Yeah. Is when they started writing the New Testament. Yeah. And it was all written by guys that, that weren't there. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can imagine... Well, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's like you and I wrote it. If we wrote, you know... Yeah, it's like if we heard... Stories passed on. Forget yep. technology, and we heard yep. stories passed on from like 1950. Yep. And then we like we wrote it down, it reinterpreted it or whatever. But we wanted like, to write it down in like an inspirational way. Yeah. Like this is all from God. What really was crazy to me is when um, I, I saw this documentary about yeah. how yeah. they just adapted Christianity to fit pagan yeah. rituals. Yeah. yeah so yeah. like every Christian holiday is actually a pagan holiday that yeah. the Romans just slapped what? Jesus yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. We have to yeah, – it was like they're counteracting it somehow. Or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that that made me feel – Yeah, the, the religion thing. Actually, my wife and I, we had this idea for like a sketch – comedy sketch thing really well it was basically ripping off the drunk history thing yeah, but it yeah, basically yeah. be like drunk bible stories like you know interpreted by somebody now you know and see that's that would be yeah. so fucking funny you know where you reenact it but we were gonna do you know those children's bibles that have the illustrations yeah so it'd be like all these illustrations instead of like the, how they do the actors in drunk history so that would be yeah. so fucking great. i know people love it right and i'd love to do it too because everyone knows those stories yeah exactly but, like, but you'd get the details if you had to tell it yeah forget drinking see, i got i got a guy that would be a great lead for that too <laughs> Bed, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, and like you, if you, this was funny when someone puts you on the spot to tell you the yeah. story. Yep. the the details get all fucked up. Exactly. You yeah. Well, you, 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 you have alcohol. to be at least six or seven drinks in before yeah. you start. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I didn't under, think I would necessarily be down with that concept, but yeah. when I, I saw Jen Kirkman do Drunk History, yeah, and I was fucking, I thought it was great. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> all right, so we are here. I should have introduced you a long time ago. Yeah. With Ian Harshman. A.K.A. Ian 45 Carey, A.K.A. DJ 45. Now, yep. most people, and I'm pronouncing Carey, right? Because yeah, I know you right, as yeah. Carey. Yeah. Um, and does everyone know you're Ian Harshman? No, that that's just... that's like, you, yeah, no. <laughs> this, is new, this is news to the world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luckily, I only have about 10,000 listeners, yeah. so you're not <laughs> yeah. going to have to worry about that. I might be all right, that. yeah. Um, 
And DJ Forty Five, yeah, is just a bullshit name. You you make that, that up. Me and yeah. Tim Conlon, yeah. a graffiti writer out of DC, yeah. who me and Ian went to college with. Yeah. We were chilling in Waldorf, Maryland over the summer, and we yeah. knew you wanted to be a DJ. Yeah, but I didn't have a name yet. You didn't have a name yet, and I don't even know if you had turntables yet. I had, like, one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough sell at a party. That's just you changing mm. shit and funny. But anyways, we were watching um, MTV, and this is yeah. back when they had... I'm dating myself here, but this is back when they had music on MTV. Right. And uh, yeah. there was some guy introducing the next video he's like yo i'm dj 45 blah 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 so there is a real and, dj 45 and, and somewhere goes, yeah that's ian dj 45 <laughs> yeah. we started laughing because we didn't know you were actually gonna do it yeah, yeah so we were we were young we were like 20 and we we're laughing so when we yeah. got back to school we we're like yo what's up dj 45 yeah and we started calling you 45 dj 45 and it was funny because we had a gig in west virginia one time right. and uh you were on the bill it was supposed to be us the pimp daddies yeah my bands and then you were supposed to play in between. Yeah, I vaguely remember that. Well, this is just something we came up with in the living room in Guilford Ave. Okay. At our house or our okay. house. And, and you were like, yeah, I'll do it. Oh, yeah. And then it was supposed to be us, you, and then the other band that booked us in right. West Virginia. But you could, oh, excuse me, you couldn't do it for whatever reason. I probably couldn't you get there. You had to work for, or something. Uh, yeah, it was exactly. all the way out in fucking Morgantown, West Virginia. Right. right. I vaguely, vaguely remember that. Well, okay. But it was a good thing you couldn't make it because like the only black dude... In West Virginia. It was yeah. from New York or something. Right. And he was there, and he's like, yo, where's DJ? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I had a fan, huh? I had a fan. Yeah. And we were like, he couldn't make it. He was like, motherfucker. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. This is before you really started playing out. Yeah, yeah. So I think he was thinking of the MTV. DJ right, right. Guy. Okay, the real one. Okay. So uh, I got to look up the real one. I, I forgot I, that I there, there was one that existed. I don't know if you could really find the real one, because I've never heard of him other than that MTV. Right, that one episode. Appearance. So it's a good yeah. thing. You changed your name slightly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You might have been in a lawsuit, but I think you could have surpassed this guy. He just had like one MTV appearance. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think of how we met, and I'm pretty sure we went to a school called UMBC. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we did do that. Pretty fucking boring. <laughs> yeah. And I knew I was like one of maybe, just from walking around, I knew I was maybe one of like 10 skateboarders there. Yeah. And I even moved to, to go to UMBC yeah. just to skateboard. Because the year before, I went to this school called Frostburg. You know where that is, yeah, right? Yeah, it's up by Hancock, where I'm from, yeah. Dude, I, first of all... Well, it's like gravel roads and shit. It's How gravel do you... roads. <laughs> yeah. It snows all yeah, the no. fucking time. Yep. <laughs> and that's not even the worst of it. The worst of it is um, everyone I hung out with yeah. was like, dude, grow up. Yeah. You're 18 years old. You got to stop skateboarding, right. which sounds crazy now, right? Yeah, of course. it's yeah. So everyone, I was just... And it was a fun school. It was yeah. nothing but parties, but I was like, I got to get out of here. Yeah, yeah. So oh, I've heard it's a big party school. Everybody's been there. No one that. makes it past the first year. Yeah. And I was hanging out with tons of good dudes. Because there's, there's fuck all to do there. So you, you there's just fuck all to do there. <laughs> except for they got this yeah. killer party set up. Square. Yeah. Like they got names for them, okay. categories for yeah. them. So they're all keg parties, right? Yeah. So first they have a happy hour, mm. which is like six o'clock in, in, you know, at night. Yeah. Then okay. they got like the regular party, which is like eight to whatever. And yeah. all these are, by the way, you pay two dollars. Yeah. yeah. Three dollars. Yeah. Two dollars and you get all the beer you can drink. Okay. And then they had an after hours at like right. two. So you could pretty much drink for twelve straight hours. For like and nothing, right? For what, like for five like bucks or something. Six bucks. <laughs> yeah. <Jeez>. And, <laughs> and this and everyone I hung out with did it. And I liked it too, yeah, but yeah. I knew 
Like, this is no fucking life for me. And I was the only one out of my yeah. friends yeah. that, like, even cracked a goddamn book. Yeah. They would, like, try to, like, hijack me and be like, you, you got to come out oh, with this. I'm, oh, like, okay. I'm like, it's fucking Wednesday, man. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> but this comes from a time where, like, skateboarding was not that huge. So, like, if you saw yeah, – was- actually, this is the turning point. It was, the, it was the beginnings, you, yeah. When I met you, it was the 93. Turning, yeah, like, okay, so in the 80s, skateboarding was like a crazy, like, underground, yeah. Masons-style religion. Where yeah, you saw it, was, somebody, it was getting popularity in California, though, but where we were on the East Coast, we it was like were, nothing, yeah, yeah it, it didn't exist. Like, yeah. It was like being in Fight Club, yeah. like, yeah. you wink at <laughs> yeah. people, like, uh uh-huh, yeah. I yeah. know, you know. You'd go up and talk to somewhere in vans. Yeah. You just would. <laughs> yeah. Where do you skate? What ramps are going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Then in the early 90s, skateboarding got kind of weird because it got it, – like everyone started dressing like what skateboarders used to make fun of, like big, huge fucking pants. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like and, and with like small wheels. Yeah, exactly. It was yeah. like a weird thing. And everyone used to make fun of freestyle skateboarding. Yeah. Now that's all anybody did. Yeah. It was just, and, and it was weird and, it, and, it, and the vibe got a little bit weird too. Yeah. But I was still from the old school and I think you were too. Yeah. That's why I'm pretty sure we met by – I walked up to you in a cafeteria and I was like, do you skateboard, blah, blah, blah. We got to do this. What's your extension? Yeah, yeah. Ex- <laughs> yeah, that's right. I think – yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because – there's no, there's no cell phones. We just, was I with Rudy or was I by myself? You were by yourself, I'm okay. pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I could have approached Rudy. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. And then, and then um, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, then there was. So, all right, so we go skateboarding or whatever. Yeah. And then this is all like, this is all, you know, these things seem like minor, but it's, it's so huge because you came over to hang out with my friend Tim Conlon and me. Yep. Yep. Because we were bored out of our fucking minds. Yeah. Like as much yeah. as I hated Frostburg for being a party school, yeah. UMBC was boring as shit. It's the epitome shit. of like suburban suburban kids, man. It is. It really was. It was like Yeah, and there was everybody's no, some shit suburban town or you know, it was like <laughs> There was nowhere to like yeah. there was no like people were cool enough to like party yeah. and have fun. Yeah. But all we had were these dorms. Yeah. And they had apartments up the hill, but nothing was big enough to get anything going and campus security would be on top of anything yeah, that were, went down. Were, yeah. So there was yeah. just like yeah. nothing going on. And you came over and you were like sketching graffiti and stuff. Yeah. Yep. And it was as simple as Tim Conlon saying, What's that? Yeah. I remember when we and met. You're like graffiti. When we met him, he was so like and straight laced, and he yeah. liked. He was into like U two. Yeah, which yeah. He still and is. he used to wear nice sweaters and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, and it was as simple as you going, "It's graffiti," and him picking up some pens or, or yeah, because he did art. He was an artist and then, already. And then yeah. All of a sudden, he's doing it. Yeah. Like right then and there. Now he's like he's famous. He's like famous. And yeah. That became his entire life. Yeah, I know. Just from that, like from that moment, just from me yeah. intercepting you. Yeah. Going to get ice cream. That or that's steered his life basically. <laughs> it's fucking wild, dude. It and is. It, it, it is. It changed my life hanging out with everybody yeah. in OBC too because. I think I'm not sure what happened. What would happen to me if I just went to Frostburg and partied and got like a regular accounting degree or whatever? Yeah. I don't know what I would have done. Right. Yeah. But I do know hanging out with Tim. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then later on, like more people like uh, Radio Rando, who's on this podcast all the time. Yeah. Right yeah. The corner for yeah. me, Randy Bobbitt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
like Tim was like, yeah, I'm going to be an art major. And I was like, what? Yeah. Like they had like a film program. And I was yeah, like, I know. It was, was like, like all these. do that shit? But what was cool about UMBC, there was, a, there was a minority of creative people and we all kind of attracted to each other. And, you know, well, that's it was what, cool about it. That's you know? what I'm saying is yep. we, it was me, you and Tim Conlon hanging yep. out. The first time we ever hung out, us three. Yeah. And it's really weird that like we're all doing something creative for a living. Yeah. That's like three out of three. Yeah. I, like, and that was at a time where I didn't even think you could do something exactly. creative for a yeah. living. Yeah, I, I, you know, like I said, I want to be a DJ, and now that's what I do. You know, yeah, what I mean? like, yeah. And I wasn't thinking and t- about, and, and even even more, Tim makes money doing graffiti. How the fuck did that? Happen? I know, <laughs> yeah. and I make money yeah. grabbing my dick. So it's it really is amazing True. to me, especially since I live in Los Angeles mm. now. I yeah. live in L.A., which is one of the most – has more jobs for yeah. creative people than probably anywhere else on the planet. Yeah, but it's also competitive. It's also competitive, yeah. but you also have guys sitting around going, that's unrealistic. Yeah. Like there's tons of people in L.A. Yeah. saying it's unrealistic to be a creative person. That's ridiculous. And it's just weird. Yeah. It, it is. It's yeah. because they don't want to put in the work. They yeah. don't want to face it. Yeah. All that stuff. And they yeah. don't want to face the fucking rejection, which there is a lot of. Yeah. Yeah. So they just go – you can't do it. Yeah. But we're three fucking guys that were in Catonsville, Maryland. Yeah. And it all fucking worked out. And it really, it really does blow my mind, dude. I, yeah. I can't get I know. It's great. Like I mean, because like I mentioned like you or, 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 or Tim and everybody's like all your friends like <laughs> or do like all this crazy shit and, they're, and they're, they're successful. It's like you guys just did it what you wanted. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't know we just, how we did it. You know, that's. It, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Like what you can do once you go, yeah, I'm this now. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't know if it's this country. I don't know if it's like fucking, fucking energy or whatever. But if you just go, yeah, I'm this now. Then like, I remember when I was a comedian. Well, it, it is possible here in America. I mean, I've yeah. traveled the world. I've lived yeah. outside of the U.S. for almost nine years. So it, there's there is something here where if you say you can do something, you actually can. You yeah, really yeah, yeah. can. It's there. You know. Yeah, yeah. I know it sounds like the old school American dream, but it really that right. does exist. The you thing know? is, mo- a lot of people are just like, yeah. I'm cool, like eating yeah. these chips and. <laughs> yeah. and just working wherever. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are cool with that, and, that, and yeah. that's fucking fine. Yeah. Um, we used to be... It was so boring at UNBC. We used to do all kinds of weird shit, because you had this crazy roommate yeah, Rudy, named yeah. Rudy, who we used to call Stick. Mike's, Mike Stan, Stan. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He's one of these weird guys like my brother. He does. His name's who, Mike. His yeah. nickname is an actual like regular white guy name. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know why he's called Rudy, right? Because of Rudy Johnson, the skater from 8th oh. Street or whatever. Yeah, yeah, an old skateboarder from like the 90s. Early 90s, yeah, Rudy Johnson, because he looked like him. Okay, that makes that, sense. That's why he was called Rudy, yeah. And so did you know him before you were roommates with him, or you meet him at orientation or I met something? him at orientation, and we did the same thing. Like, oh, he looks like a skater. Hey, you want to be roommates? Okay. Oh. That, that was basically it. That was like the best thing and the worst thing you ever did for yourself. Pretty much, Because that guy yeah. was a yeah. fucking maniac. Yeah. We, but he was so much fun. We... um. I remember when we first started hanging out with you, we uh, and this is this is so typical of the times. Yeah, we really were all talking, and it was me, you, and Tim, and I think Rudy too. We're talking about how much we love the Jerky Boys. Yeah, yeah. But we were like nowhere near a record store. Yeah, and we, were, I, we were like, <laughs> we were like, how are we gonna get? I was just playing Jerky Boys like in the last two weeks. I swear it never to God, yeah. it's still a huge part of my life, and that's what's funny yeah. because yep. you said to your your sweet mate. At UMBC, you shared a bathroom yep. with another room, and they were called your suite mates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were like, yeah, man, you got the Jerky Boys <laughs> CD? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, I'll sell it to you for five bucks. And we were like, cool. Yeah. We wanted to buy it. And he goes, 
He's like, I feel bad selling this to you. He's like, you're going to listen to it once, and you're never going to want to listen to it again. It gets old in a second. And I still fucking... Yeah, well, he was totally wrong. I still, every time... I yeah. went Family Guy and Sal, Sal, whatever his name is, the Do, Jewish guy does the voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Peter. Oh, yeah, yeah. God. Sal, Sal Rosenberg. And baby Sal Jesus. Rosenberg. Yeah, exactly. You remember that I dismantled the, the, the dorm phone. And, and built a, a recording device out of it, I'm so getting. we could so we could do that. <laughs> that's yeah. what I'm getting to. Yeah. It's all it's all like a movie. It's yeah. all like prophecies yeah. of what's to come. Because you saw that stereo, yeah. and you hooked up a standard issue college dorm phone, phone to the stereo, to the fucking stereo, and then Rudy <laughs> let loose on the world. Yeah. It was almost like the Jerky Boys started copying him because he did that one prong, phone yeah. call. Where he called up the restaurant. The steakhouse or whatever. Some guy with some crazy Baltimore accent. Yeah, like, hey, yeah. Can I help you? He's like, yeah, I'm green. I'm sick. I'm vomiting. The guy's like, oh, no, that didn't he's, happen here. Yeah, he's like, I had the Philip Mignon. <laughs> yeah. The Philip Mignon? The, the, the Philip Mignon. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. And the guy's like, the Philip Mignon. And then he's like, I'm sick. I'm puking. I'm green. <laughs> it's like, it was so funny because the guy insisted that it wasn't him. Yeah. Whereas I think nowadays... People, or I don't know about nowadays, but most times people would just be like, oh, we'll look into that or yeah, whatever. He's yeah. like, wasn't us. No, it wasn't, wasn't us. us. And he got into a whole big fucking fight. And yeah. then we would figure out, you could call anybody you wanted to on campus because they're, they're basically, I think their dorm room Their dorm room was their extension. Was their phone number. Yeah. And so he called up these girls. We really liked these girls. They were in the soccer team. Oh, yeah. And he yeah, called yeah. them up. And he would just pretend like he knew them. And yeah. they were too nice to be like, I don't know you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'd be like, hey, what's up? So he's like, so, so you're hanging out with Jeff yeah, tonight? Go, yeah. <laughs> and they'd be like, I, I think Because we knew things about their life. They, we like knew their friends <laughs> because, and shit. So we'd be because like, it was really small. <laughs> so we were like stalking them, I and guess, so basically. We'd, we'd go into the cafeteria. <laughs> and we used to run all this game in the cafeteria. Like, yeah. like we weren't really popular guys. No. But we were really funny and shit. So... Yeah. Like, if we saw a girl go up to the ice cream, I remember yeah. we stole a line from My Blue Heaven or Haven, yeah. uh, the Steve Martin, where you go up and you go, you shouldn't be up here. And they're always, <laughs> like, they're always like, why? Because you're so hot. You yeah. can melt all this stuff. Yeah. And, then, and then we even expanded on that. There was another one that was like, you shouldn't be up here. They're like, why? Because you're so sweet. You're making the ice cream jealous. Yeah, that's, that's right, yeah. <laughs> and, and there was another time where... Um, I think this is maybe a year later. This is once Randy showed up. Yep. That's we would right, uh, we would get somebody to put a, um, a paper napkin on their arm, like a like a high class waiter. Yep. Go get drinks from the drink station. Bring it over to a chick. Right. And be like, This yeah, is from the gentleman yeah, at been, table oh, three. I totally forgot. <laughs> and then this. we do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like some some milk or something. <laughs> The funniest fucking shit. That's when life was nothing but pranks and fucking jokes, dude. And yeah, I we should have been studying, is what we should have been mm-hmm. doing, but we, we weren't. <laughs> um, we would do all kinds of crazy shit. Of course, you guys were um, were out like painting every yeah, night. Every right? night, yeah, yeah. Because I remember I'd be sleeping, and then all of a sudden, like three dudes are in my goddamn yeah. bedroom, yeah. and I remember. I remember Rudy like just fucking with me when I was asleep. Yeah. And I oh, he always did that, man. Yeah. He used yeah. to do it to you, right? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. yeah, he was vicious with his fucking with his sense of humor. Well, and his pranks the, yeah, and stuff. somebody fall asleep and you take all the furniture in the room and stack it on top of them. So like the whole dorm, like beds and everything. <laughs> it was <so> ridiculous. <laughs> and I remember us just like finding bridges that the city had forgot yeah. to finish or yeah, whatever. Yeah, they yeah, lost yeah. funding, and we'd go up there and we'd. 
somehow we found all this junk, like yeah, old was, sewing machines. We and were we, stealing shit out of the basement at UMBC, like old, old. What basement? There was a basement um, under the art building. That was Khan's fucking hookup, right? Yeah. There was at UMBC. There was all these underground tunnels that were yeah, off we limits. found those tunnels. Yeah, but yeah. we figured out how to get in. Yep, and there so, was a, there was an entrance in the art building. We could go in. Yeah, so we were just throwing like like. Um, those overhead projectors all fucking... <laughs> yeah, we find, we find like random like tape recorders and like overhead projectors. And so fucking stupid. <laughs> so we drive them down to... Drive, drive them into Baltimore, in the city, and into it. <laughs> throw them off the bridge. And we thought Our it was pa- fucking uh, great. Like, you had a scholarship. Yeah. My parents paid for me to go in okay. and destroy their shit. <laughs> uh, thus upping tuition. <laughs> yeah, we used to call it free fun. <laughs> and... um. Shit. Another thing. Another thing I remember Rudy would do is yeah. we'd drive around. Yeah. And he would go to make a light would turn green, and yeah. he'd be in the front, so he'd go to make a left turn. Yeah. And then instead of, and then he'd wait for the light to turn yellow. Yeah. And then red, and then he would go. <laughs> so like, everybody behind him yeah. couldn't go. They had to wait a whole other time. The guy was the guy was crazy. Uh, I know, dude. man. Do you, and also uh, to add to the, the the overhead projector, I remember we had, I think it was overhead projector, a tape recorder, or something. Yeah. But we threw it off the bridge, right? Yeah. And it wasn't like destroyed enough. We weren't happy. Nothing with how, happened. Yeah, it just kind of like dented. This was a big fucking bridge. Yeah. Too. So it we was... tied the, the the power cord to the back of the to the back of Tim's car and drove it back to back to UMBC, hanging off the back. I don't That's fucking that. smart. <laughs> yeah. No way the car's gonna catch on fire doing that. Yeah. God damn it. Um. Uh, what was I going to say? There was one time, went on on Halloween. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you were there or not. I'm pretty okay. sure you were. Um, and there was one of those golf carts on Fells Point. Yeah. And fucking Rudy jumps oh, yeah, yeah, jumps yeah. in. Yeah, I was there. And <laughs> to start yeah, he got arrested. And he gets arrested by fucking cops. And he totally acted like, what? What did I do? <laughs> yeah. He totally acted like the cops were dicks, dude. I know. I know. Yeah. so weird. And that, idiot, he wasn't—he didn't drink or anything, right? No, he wasn't drinking at that point. I mean, that's—that's yeah. that's what happens. Yep. There's, you know, when you when you're just looking for uh, he's looking for fun the hard way. Yeah, I know. They kill your liver like the rest of us. What do we got? Yeah, and so then the next year you had like fucking turntables. Yep. And then you and that guy Frankie were just like spinning all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah, Frankie. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And and you didn't you didn't mess with it, profe- you just like you just did it at at home or whatever and made tapes. Yeah, pretty for much like it. years, right? Yeah, um, until yeah, yeah, pretty much until maybe ninety nine. And you were you worked at a record store. I did. I worked at Music Liberated down in, in Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah, and I I think I only saw you one time. I remember you used to uh, DJ at at Club Midnight. Club right? Midnight. Yeah, that was yeah. my first gig. Club Midnight. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw you there. I did a hip hop night on Tuesdays, and then. Like some months later, I started doing like like dance dance music on the weekend, like on Friday. Right, something. that yeah. was that was our area. Like, uh, I guess you would, would you call that Charles Village? This is the bottom of Charles Village, yeah. So we <clears> all <throat> moved to a place on Guilford Ave, and I think Twenty Eighth in Baltimore, Twenty Ninth in Guilford. Okay, yeah. And um, it was two eight four six, I believe. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you want to go bug the people that live there now, <laughs> yeah. um, and we had it was me, you. Yep. A guy that was in my band, The Pimp Daddy's, called Mike the Worm. Yep. He was oh, like wow, our yeah. straight edge, yep. hardcore influenced hype yep. man. Yep. He weighed about 95 pounds. Yep. He was like 6'4 or something. Uh, our buddy Matt Green, yep. who's also in my band, The Pimp Daddy's. Yep. Um, and this, uh, of course, we had to have a white girl with dreadlocks. Yep. 
Erica. Yeah, the, just she, the random. Yeah, roommate. she but she hooked everything up. <laughs> yeah. Why she wanted to live with us, I don't fucking know. I don't know either. There's like it's all dudes, and we had an extra dude on the couch. Tim, um, your buddy yeah, Hagerstown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim. We just call him Tim. Tim Johnston. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, who was also a great artist. Yeah, he lived in the basement for a while, too. Yeah, yeah. Tim Connell lived in the basement. <laughs> yeah, Tim Connell Everybody, lived in the basement, too. It, was, it, it was wasn't crazy. a nice basement. It was like dirt no, floor, it was, basically. It was very much like Saw 4. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Pretty horrible, yeah. basement. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that place yeah. was $1,000 a month. Yep. Divided up five ways. Yep. $200 a month. Yep. And it was, um, it was three stories. Yep. Everybody had their own room. It wasn't like we were fucking slumming. No, it was a big, it was a big, you know, almost like a brownstone. It was a big house, yeah. We had a backyard. We had the basement and we had the roof. Yep. And it was fucking awesome. Yep. Now, we almost had no business being there because we just chose to live there just because we wanted to live in the city. Yeah. Two blocks over was Greenmount. Yep. Which is very, you know, you watch The Wire. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what it's like. And like... I remember just skateboarding around at like three or four in the morning around there, like yeah. thinking nothing of it. Yeah. You know, thinking there's no way anything bad could happen to me. <laughs> yeah. But now that I'm older, I know that was the dumbest fucking shit going. Yeah. And yeah. I would go to the I would go to the grocery store before I learned any better. I would go to the grocery store. Yep. On Greenmount, and people will come up to you and be like, um, they'd be like, "Yo, uh, if I buy your food for you, yep." Will you give me the money? Yep. In other words, they would use food stamps. Yeah, food stamps. Yeah. Exactly. And then, and I only did it once, and I was like. This is wrong. <laughs> I, I was like, "This is." I know this is wrong. I know this is bad, and uh, <laughs> and but I had already said yes. Yeah, and that that's just me. I, yeah. Once I say yes, I'm like, eh, yeah, yeah, I'm fucking doing it. Yeah. Then I just started going to Charles Village. The two blocks the other way, yeah, was like Charles Village. Yep, yep. And we used to go to this bar called the Rendezvous. The Rendezvous, man, that was the epitome of Charles Village. That Which, was the weirdest place, man. It was really weird because, first of all, let's yep. start with the peanuts. Yeah, there was pe- free peanuts. Yep, and but the, they didn't clean the yeah, shells. Yeah, the floor was just shells. Yeah, the craziest. Cra- First of all, I think it was uh, two dollars for like a for like a twenty ounce. Yeah, plastic cup of Sam Adams. Yeah, they used to serve. They used to serve forty ounces of cold forty five. That's at the, the bar. thing. You could sit they, there at the bar with a forty. They, it was also a liquor store. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. you could just get a forty ounce <laughs> at the bar. Yeah, it was the shit, dude. They had a good jukebox, a good yep. video game. Yep. Oh, yeah, and we, they would let anybody in. I was going there when I was like 18. We used to go there every yep. night the yep. summer we moved in. Yeah. That was fucking And they didn't awesome. check IDs. As long as you look like you weren't starting trouble, they let you in. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. It was awesome, dude. Yeah. Um, what else about the fucking... There was... There was who painted the murals in our, our row house? That was me and Tim. Me and Tim Johnson. Yeah. So awesome. I don't know if we got any permission for that. I no, think we, we didn't, yeah. We didn't? But, we, you know what? Me and Anissa, my wife now, we painted over that when we left. Oh, did you? Because we, because I remember we went to you guys. were like, "Look, we're gonna paint the room, but we're, we'll paint it." When oh, we leave. yeah, and right, right. You guys are like, "All right, fine, whatever." Yeah. Now, Matt Green, I've talked yeah. to Matt Green. He told me he he stayed there long after we stopped paying rent. Did he? Did you? I didn't know. Yeah, he said he squatted there for like a month or so. Yeah. <laughs> He's a cop now. Is he a cop now? He's a police officer in, in Pennsylvania. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. He did. Yeah, yeah. He got a bit weird there for a minute, though. But. Well. <laughs> It's gonna happen. Um, one time, our boy Tim got he got like robbed. 
Tim he, Johnson. He got yeah. like hustled. He didn't exactly get robbed. He got robbed like three times by the same guy in in like an hour. Yeah, because he kept doing the thing where like, all right, well, give me a fifty, and then I'll give you what this. It was I don't know. Weird, I, like, I was like, that's that's what I'm saying. But that's not the only time. I, I live <laughs> I lived in Baltimore for like ten years. Never been mugged once, right? <laughs> right. Me People have tried, but the thing is, the way I looked at it is like I didn't really have anything. I'd be like, look, mm. dude, I don't have anything. You fucking fucking yeah. go away. So yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah. can't get anything. But yeah. he's there for like couple days and gets mugged like five times or something you know like, yeah yeah i know i felt so bad for him but i kept going look this guy owes you money right yeah oh and he was inviting him onto the porch and like you yeah. know the yeah, house was, and yeah, shit I, know. I was like and i'm like look if he's got your money tell him to put it through the mail slot yeah other than that you got robbed that's it dude it's done <laughs> and um another weird thing about baltimore and i thought it would be in every city mm-hmm. since baltimore was the first city i lived in yeah but every convenience store fast food place had yep. bulletproof glass yeah where you had to put your thing in a little cylinder a turnstile kind and of turn thing. it around yeah yeah so if you want to buy pig's feet yeah <laughs> which they fucking had at every yeah. liquor store yeah. but i remember i was in a subway subs uh full fucking bulletproof glass mm-hmm. and everything and that that's how i found out tupac died yeah. Somebody came in and they're like, R.I.P. Tupac. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck what? are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. Like, he got shot. Yeah. That was news. That was fucking news in Baltimore. Um, yeah, even like KFC or whatever would have you. They put the chicken in the little tur- bulletproof yeah, turnstile. Yeah, it was really like, weird. Like, yeah, and yeah. I accepted it immediately as part of city life. Yeah, and now I've lived, in New- <laughs> yeah. I've lived in New York. I've yeah. lived in L.A. They and don't it's, have that. Yeah. They don't have that because it's fucking, it scares customers away. Yeah. Yeah, Baltimore's pretty horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Parties would just break out at, um, first of all, New Year's Eve on Guilford Avenue. Mm-hmm. As soon as it hit midnight, yep. pop, pop, yeah, yeah, yeah. pop, pop. Yeah, People would just shoot guns <laughs> Yeah, that was all, because North Avenue was on one side and Greenmount was on, on the other side. Right. Yeah, and we had, just right in the middle of the ghetto, basically. I had friends we visiting. We like to pretend we weren't, but we were. I know, <laughs> you know? I know. Uh, and my brother was visiting. They lived in Morgantown, West Virginia, yeah. and Southern Maryland. Yeah. So they so never they were, like, lived. Totally freaked out they were like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" And no, we were so young, and and we thought we were so invincible. We yeah, were just like, ah, <laughs> yeah, "Can you God. believe this shit? This is great." <laughs> Meanwhile, it's gonna be raining metal in an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and parties would just fucking you just be chilling at home at this place, and yeah. parties would just kind of break out as soon as three or four people came over. Like yeah. maybe Erica would bring some people over, yeah, but yeah. we'd know them, and then yeah. it would just get crazy. I remember one time. And you probably know the first half of the story better than me. Like, Matt Green was talking shit to everybody in the house. Like, full Sharon, fucked up my table. This is a fucking expensive yeah. table. He did the He smashed a beer glass down, <laughs> and it broke the glass on top of it. And I want him to pay for it. Oh, yeah, he gets home, that. he's going to get. Yeah. And then I walk in the door with Erica. Yeah. And he goes, you smashed my table. This is in front of, like, five people. <laughs> He's like accusing me. He's like, you smashed my table, which I did, by the way. Yeah, I was yeah. fucking drunk and just... <laughs> that was a glorious moment. I forget why I did that. Probably yeah. just because I was alive. Um, and then he's like, you broke my table. You broke it, and I want you yeah. to fix it. And Erica goes, that's my table. She goes, that's been in my family. She's like, that's been in my family forever. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. She goes, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and, then, and then Matt goes, well, well... Well, I still think you should pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why was he always like that? He was like he, he was he like was, a father somehow. He was very much the dad. Yeah. And so I remember self appointed. I remember like we split up chores at some point. Like yeah. you you sweep, you do this, yeah. you yeah. do that. And I remember just one time him like it was at like at night and he's just like handing me a broom and a dustpan. 
Like, get it done. Yeah. He's got three kids now. He can uh he can take yeah, it out. Yeah, he on can them. Uh, yeah, take it out on them now. <laughs> okay. Bananas in pajamas. I don't know if that's worth talking about. <laughs> we were you remember this cartoon? I've seen it before, yeah. So we were all psyched about the fucking um bananas in the in pajamas because we thought the fucking the commercial was so funny. Right. So we all woke up at like but to watch it, yeah. seven or eight, and we watched it, and it was the most anticlimactic thing in the world because we were like, "Yeah, all right." Well, I've, I've, I've I know, it, I know it exists because, like, I'm from flying, I saw it on like the in-flight entertainment. Oh, it's still around like, in Australia. Yeah, in Australia. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. where I saw it in Australia. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. How are we gonna order a pizza? I don't know. Number two, it's like Terrence and Philip. Um. All right. So I leave in '97. I go to fucking landscape in Southern Maryland, and then head off to L.A. Okay. And then. So then, what happens to you? This is around the time you're working in the the uh, record store. Yeah, yeah. From from about from '95 to '97, I was working in the record store. Uh, no, up until like '99, really. Okay. Yeah. And and you start playing, and you're way into hip hop. When I knew you, you were way yeah, into hip hop. Yeah, I was into hip hop, and I started getting into like dance music, like house music and stuff too. And um, and so when do you? And when you first start playing out, are you playing hip hop? My first gigs were playing hip hop, yeah, because it was like I I promoted my own night on Tuesdays, like a night that didn't exist, and got a little crowd in there. Right? Are you going by DJ Forty Five at this point? I was, yeah, I was. Okay, yeah. yeah. And then, and then, like, what year do you start playing dance music? And and what what do you even like call it? I don't even know the terms. That yeah, well, I I mean, what I make is house. They gotcha. They call it EDM or something. Okay, yeah, right. So, what's the transition? What happened? Um, yeah, well, I was working at the record store, and I just and also they needed another night at the at Club Midnight where there was more a little bit more dance friendly, a little more mainstream friendly. Girls, yeah, we gr- need girls. girls. They need a, they need music for girls. So, <laughs> so I started getting. Which, that. Let's face it. Yeah, what's yeah. the point if yeah, there's no exactly. girls? Yeah, yeah, because it was and I, I, you know, I had my pop night, and then I was doing like open mic where people could. Oh, that was the worst idea ever. Jesus, open mic they would rap or yeah, what? like freestyling and stuff. <laughs> And people fights. It was. By like, the way, yeah. I don't know if you've witnessed yeah. to this, but I'm yeah. still gonna get you. I'm still gonna try to brag for a second. Okay. Was I good at freestyling or was I good at freestyling? Yeah, yeah, you, you were. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't think I could do it anymore. I think I'm too embarrassed. Yeah. But I used to be able you to used hang. To. Yeah, yeah. I used to, be able to hang with yeah. people. Yeah, exactly. People were impressed. All right, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough self promotion for one day. But yeah, then I started got into dance music, and then I thought, you know, I saw that that people who did that could travel like internationally. Right. So then, so you start. You're playing at Club Midnight. Yeah. Do you start playing more places in Baltimore? Do you start playing up and down the East Coast, or do you go straight to? No. What I did it was like I got got into production and you know like making music and selling right. records is what would get you gigs and and that's how I did that. And I started traveling, started going to Europe, and then at the same time, I was so so when you go to Europe, are you are you, is like someone else booking these tours, or are you booking the tours? Yeah. In the beginning, we were you know, but it would be a show here, and then we try to put it together. Yeah. So where's the first place you go? First place that I went internationally was um, I went to Amsterdam. Um, okay, and it was a really big event, like thirty thousand people. And like our floor, our our stage was like ten thousand people. So, so is it just you and a couple other DJs, or is it just? No, that would be a pretty big on? lineup. It'd be like a festival almost with like you know fifteen twenty. Acts. Right. Yeah. And did you lose your shit when you saw how many people? I did. Yeah. Were into what you were doing? Yeah, I did. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's such a yeah. reality too. Yeah. You're like, yeah. this is real. Mm. Like there's an audience for this. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it really. I was like, wow, this is what I'm going to do. And then I came, you know, we. I was traveling back and forth to Europe, and then eventually just, you know, got my wife to quit her job, and we we <laughs> we moved to we moved to Europe. So and yeah, 
And so, when you're going back and forth, do you start like putting tours together? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, at that point, I was going over for two weeks at a time and you know, doing, doing little tours. Yeah. And yeah. so you moved to Amsterdam. If that's the first place we went, yeah. And so you working all the time there? Are you are you playing out all the time? I was, yeah. yeah as soon as I landed, I was I was playing all over Europe, um, all over the country there, and then all all over Europe as well. And you and you're also starting to do production. I'm starting well. to get into production, and my name is starting to you know, you know, people are knowing my name, and I'm I'm starting to book tours. Like I'm going at that point, started going to Australia and you know different places like that. That's so wild to me because yeah. like it it doesn't seem like like. You know, you just did a couple of places. You had a couple of places you played in Baltimore. Yeah, and then you go to Europe, and then you've got this huge audience. Yeah, but that was built off all off the, the music I was making. Not really. It wasn't like my performances. It doesn't. It didn't really work that way. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. It's still fucking yeah. awesome. And yeah. they they say that too. Like a lot of bands yeah. hit overseas long before they do yeah. in the states. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you also lived somewhere else too. I right? um, lived in 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 Holland for like two three years and then we moved to spain and is spain is spain is relaxing it is it's it's, it's, it's it's a great place to live but nobody gets anything done it's it's the whole stereotype it's true you know they don't get anything done there's like a lot of naps and a lot of meals right yeah that, that's all they do is they eat and sleep that's it that you know great. and it, that sounds great to me it's pretty dysfunctional though but i have to be honest and i'm always joking about how yeah. lazy i am the only reason i joke about how lazy i am is because there's so much shit i want to do yeah and i never feel like i get to yeah it. i'm like I never watch fucking TV. I'm always goddamn working. It's yeah. on stupid fucking jokes and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I would like to experience that. Yeah. But I don't know. Like you said, you, you, you got tired of it? Um, well, we, yeah, we, we were there for a while. And, like, it's just, yeah, the way everything works there, the way the government works and everything, it's just, it's all dysfunctional. <laughs> yeah. And it just gets annoying after a while. Right. Yeah. And okay. we, yeah, so that's why we left. But we were there for a good four years or something. And then, and then you moved here to West Palm? Yeah, yep, to Palm Beach County, yep. Yes. And, and so, like, what, what made you think to move here? Was it because of the Miami scene? Or yeah, like- it was. It was, you know, I, I didn't want to go out to L.A. I, I'm not a big fan of L.A., to sure. be honest. Um, hey, and- listen. Yeah. That's fine. yeah, yeah. Please, no one, no one claims LA. Okay, it's from LA. Yeah, so it was like it's either that or somewhere around Miami, and and you know the weather. I mean, the weather's awesome here, man. This, the you know. weather is fucking amazing. I was yep. in Chicago last week. Yep, and I wanted to fucking die. I'm sure. Yeah. Just going to get something yep. to eat. My ears felt like they were gonna fall off and shit. Yeah, and I lived in New York for a year too, and that was fucking crazy. Like, yeah, because I didn't have a car out there. And yeah, so you you. You're like, oh, it's great. I'll never have to drive. Yeah, you're yeah but you're going to walk yeah, through the subway and your face is going to fucking <laughs> yeah, freeze off. It's nah, crazy. I... Or you walk outside and you go, it's raining. Yeah. Like, what the, what the fuck am I going to do? Yeah, I know. How am I going to get to where yeah. I'm going? Luckily, I didn't have that many appointments out there. But yeah. whatever. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, we like that. You know, we like that's another reason why we came to this area because it's really, it's international and really kind of the cultures, you know. It is, dude. I felt it's really non American. That's why we like it. When I got yep. to Miami, yep. I've been staying in Miami all week. Yep. Uh, especially after being in the, I wasn't in Chicago, Chicago. I was in yeah. the fucking suburbs. Yeah. Which right. is, no disrespect <laughs> to my country. Yeah. But the burbs in the Midwest <laughs> yeah. is so bleak. I can imagine. And so yeah. gross. <laughs> you know, going to Miami and just walking around, I felt like I was in some kind of weird, mixed up, psychedelic European city. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I couldn't put my finger yeah, on yeah. where I was or anything. I guess you'd have to call it Cuba if you yeah, had it's, to. It's like Europe and South America all blended together, basically. But I was like, this is yeah. just fucking beautiful. Yeah. I loved it. That's what we like about it. Yeah. yeah. All right. 
Well, uh, I don't even know what else to fucking ask you. I'm not no. much of an interviewer, but this was so much goddamn fun. Well, yeah, I know. I love it's amazing <laughs> like what you can remember. If that was just like one pass through a notebook. I know, I know. Where I was just like, all right, how did I meet Ian? Yeah. What's this? You sit and open up all these What's doors. That? And, yeah. And uh, it's great to sit down and talk to you because even though we never fucking talk, yeah. I have a huge connection with you because of yeah. the fact that you went and did your fucking thing. I know. Whereas like so many people don't do it, even yeah. though they know they want to well, do it. Well, like I said, we had that little group and we all did, we all did that. We you know? did. I'm trying yeah. to think. Everyone we hung out with did a lot of stuff, like, but it usually doesn't come down to performing or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Mike the Worm is still in a hardcore band. Is he? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, so. Really? Okay. And speaking of, that's what maybe when we were talking about like chicks. Yeah. When you have to get the dance music. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't want to bust his balls that bad, but one time way back when on MySpace, he put, yeah. put up a, uh, a picture of him like screaming into a microphone in his hardcore band. Yeah. And it, I'm just like, I wanted to write like a lot of chicks there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like 25 dudes and I they're know, just sitting around. They're not even into the music. I know. Fucking <laughs> hardcore. That's one thing I don't understand is hardcore music. Yeah. People just, I, I liked it when I was like 12. Yeah. Because I was like, wow. Yeah. They're just breaking all the rules and this isn't on the radio and blah, blah, blah. blah. Yeah. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Girl. Yeah, yeah. Hardcore, I, you know, some of the early punk stuff was really cool because it still had like some, you know, had some roots, some funk roots and stuff like that. But yeah, the hardcore scene was just, it was just, just pure rebellion. That's all it was. It's so weird that yeah. there's so many musical genres and I don't know, I guess we could call it like a postmodern yep. thing for lack of a better term. Yep. But like hardcore hasn't evolved. A lot yep. of things haven't evolved. Right. Um, because they're just like it's like tributes to the old shit. Yeah, yeah. And that's one of those things. But yeah. What's new? Like, is anything new, or is everything just like everything is really just a reference to what came before, right? I mean, things evolve very slowly. Yeah, I mean, all, all the all the the real hip new music is just blends of everything. Exactly. Yeah, it's that's, combining genres. It's the way it's always been, I think. Yeah. But they're trying to be more eccentric with it, like combining like genres so far apart from each other into you know. But, right. Yeah. Some of it's cool. Some of it isn't. <laughs> right. 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 All right. Well, uh, do you want anybody to check you out anywhere on the internet? Um, yeah, like you that? can. Yeah, I mean, iancarry.com. It's pretty easy to find. Right on. Yep. And you got music on there? Yeah, of course. Yeah, you can find everything. Yep. Check out Ian <laughs> yeah. online. And uh, thanks for listening. And thanks, for, thanks, Ian. Yeah, this thank you, man. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, it was good. All right. Later. Cool. So there you go, folks. That was uh, Ian Forty Five Carry, my buddy, uh, international DJ and producer, uh, on the Full Charge Power Hour. Um, rate and review us on iTunes; we'd appreciate that. And uh, follow me at the Full Charge. Follow Craig Coleman at Team Coleman seventy six. Follow uh, Eric Wendell at Eric Allen Wendell, and uh, support us. The best way you know how, uh, the way you feel more comfortable about it. Let um, let your friends know. That's the best way to do it. Uh, also, if you feel a little for- uh, short changed, I think uh, I think we went short on today's podcast a little bit. If it is the full charge power hour, there's definitely a lot of power, but it's not exactly an hour. Uh, check out Burt Kreischer's podcast. I was on that this week. Although, I don't think it really add up to another 10 minutes. I'm just kind of laughing at everything Burt and Al Jackson said. But still, give it a, give it a listen because it's very good. And um, thank you for listening to me. I do appreciate it, even though I'm kind of a brat. 
and I give you guys shit. Uh, thank you for supporting me, and I will see you soon at a theater nearest you. Good night, everybody. Meet me at the ice cream truck. I'll buy you some ice cream. You know what I mean? The show is obscene, but I bet you gon' like these three dudes trying to get along. Craig Coleman and Matt Fulcheron. Don't forget to start the show. EA Dub, Eric Allen Wendell. Let's roll, trying to keep up. Turn up the AC stage, eating up. Eat it up, time to devour the full charge power hour.